Chewing on that thing, gnawing <laughs> on that thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, what up, TA fam? Appreciate y'all joining tonight. Already RP Tyler Townsend already in here. What's up? Uh, yes, we're going to have Ooh. a show featuring uh, Mr. Luca Daniel, Luca Dan himself. Um, we'll see how long it lasts before he loses it. Um, <laughs> well, that'll be interesting. He looks uh, satisfied. Look, look, uh, I laid him down for the nap, got ready for the show. About 20 minutes went by. Show was ready to go. It was about, I don't know, we were about 10 minutes from starting. Look over. He's awake. It's great. Great yeah. stuff. That's, that's, that's how it goes. And so instead of him taking a nap through the show, he's wide awake from the very beginning. <laughs> so, but, but I'm wide uh, awake. Uh, Mama Lee McKenna is on her way home. Maybe she can she can help us out here in a little bit, but I I doubt it. I, I I'm pretty sure Luke is going to be with the entire show. So hey, it's cool. Uh, it's rock. We'll make do. It's Super Dad Night with the Tigers Avenue. Uh, he's he's satisfied right now because he's shoving this thing down his gullet. This little yeah, see that. toy he's, thing. He must teething or something he's, he's also uh, i got the ring light right here in front of me and that's, that's he's kind like, of wow. yeah it's, it's like a bug <laughs> at night he's just like oh <laughs> it's a light oh man but hey we got another preview for you guys uh the show might be a little short tonight it might be a little shorter than than usual tonight and that's okay we're gonna get our preview in we're gonna talk some recruiting some fall camp um but we're going to get in as much as we possibly can, uh, uh, and hopefully uh, Luca will cooperate with us. Uh, and Zach's going to have to dip out on us after the first segment. Boo! I know, I know. Boo! My, uh, my, my college no buddy, he's been in town this week, so we've been hanging out. Uh, he's here on orders. He's part of the Air National Guard. And so he was like, hey, there's a concert going on. You should come with. I don't even know what it is, honestly. I just told him I would go. So yeah. <laughs> There you go. There yeah. you go. All good. All good. So uh, show may be a little abbreviated tonight, but that's all right. We'll, we'll get in what we can. Uh, Luca, the new TA host. Yeah, well, let's see what he says. Luca, what are your thoughts? Okay, great. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> but talk about, guys, we do have – Plenty to talk about. Obviously, we're going to get you with our preview. We are moving from the defensive side of the ball uh, to the offensive side of the ball. We're going to be looking at the line of scrimmage tonight, the offensive line, um, a group that is 
man, a group that you really like this season. And so I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, obviously, well, we'll get into that here in a little bit. But a group that, that's really looking to have a great year. I'm excited about uh, the offensive line. We'll talk some recruiting. Um, maybe not the best news ever in recruiting, in, in all honesty. Uh, but we're going to keep you all updated. So we got to talk about well, what's in the news. And right now it's not the best news in the world. So we'll talk about it. Uh, fall camp will obviously give you an update of what we've been seeing and what we've been hearing as of late. Um, and we will wrap it up after uh, that. But Zach's going to stick with us here for at least the offensive lineman preview. Um, so we will get you started with that. Uh, Leslie, yes, he is growing very fast. Uh, he will be five months, Zach. He will be five months old in 10 God. days. 10 days. Time, be five flies. Time flies. It, time flies. It sure does. Um, he, was, he was welcomed in this world and got to witness I know, an LSU championship right off the bat. I know. He, he was blessed. He was blessed. Uh, he also uh, – He was the I good mean, luck charm. I, I'm, I will just say that. It, it felt like yesterday that we they were trying to predict his name. So, anyways – yeah, that's true. On the we show, gave away. I can't remember who gave away it was. Free merch for that. Can't remember who it was. Can't it was remember. Adam. Adam. Okay. Okay. Adam. He was the first one to get both both the names correct. Both names correct. Yes. Yeah. Good yeah. deal. But I know anyways, he was definitely he was the first one to get the first name correct, and he was the first one to get both names correct. There you go. There in you order. Go. So. Good deal. Good deal. But yes, time flies, and he is getting fast quickly. And right now, he's trying to eat my hand. Um, but let's Zach, let's talk about this offensive line. Um, Zach, I really like this group this year. Yeah. Uh, and I have really, really loved what we have seen from Brian Kelly the moment he got here at LSU in terms of the offensive line. What are your immediate thoughts for this season and the line of scrimmage? Because we know how crucial it is to have a good offensive line in the SEC. What are your thoughts for this upcoming season in the O-line? Well, I mean, you return all of your starters from last year, uh, which is the most important part Huge. Uh, of this thing. Um, when it comes to offensive line, you know, it really is a unit. Like we talk about, you know, in previewing all of these different uh, position groups as it being a unit, right? Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, as far as, cooperating together, operating together. And as an actual unit, this group is where it happens the most. This is where it has to happen the most in order to operate as one whole unit. Um, and so to have all five of your guys back from last year, that's extremely massive. Now we know last year it wasn't perfect. It wasn't great, but you were dealing with guys that had transferred in guys that were freshmen. I mean, you were dealing with, I mean, pretty much an entirely new offensive line, right? I mean, Garrett Dellinger, I think, was the only guy that had a lot of experience from the previous year. Charles Turner had been sitting the bench for a long time. Finally, he gets a chance uh, to be the guy at center, and he is. And then you had, obviously, Will Campbell, Emory Jones. They came in as true freshmen, and they took over those jobs at the tackle positions. Miles Fraser transferring in from FIU. Uh, I mean, you just had so many new elements, so many new people that you had to allow time for the entire unit to gel and come together. And that's what Brad Davis is really good at. I mean, Brad Davis is a phenomenal 
phenomenal offensive line coach. And that's why, you know, when you had the chance, uh, when, when BK had the chance to retain anybody on staff, I mean, he, he was the only one. Brad Davis was the only one uh, that was obtained on the staff. And that also speaks volumes to this uh, this unit and, and moving forward because um, they were able to have him 100% all the way. Uh, as we, <laughs> looks like Reagan has dropped for the, for the time being. That's okay. Um, and so to be able to have Brad Davis, you know, work with this unit all of last year, all of this year, I mean, that's only going to uh, be better for the group as a whole. So really for me, the biggest thing about having the entire group back is that it's only going to build chemistry with them even more. So we need to go through all these different uh, positions on the offensive line. Obviously, there pretty much is a set group that seems to be starting. There's one one area on the offensive line where you may see um, some fluctuation, but I feel like for the most part, the offensive line is pretty much logged down uh, as far as starters goes. You know who's going to be on left tackle. Obviously, Will Campbell is going to be at left tackle. Uh, at left guard, you're going to have Miles Frazier. At center, there's going to be Charles Turner. Um, at right tackle, you're going to have Emory Jones. Now, the question is at right guard um, because Mason Lunsford has looked really, really good this fall camp, uh, and he hasn't really even been at LSU uh, since he transferred in that long, but he is really, really pressing Garrett Dellinger for that right guard spot. Now, does he ultimately take over? I'm not sure. Some of y'all may have seen uh, on our thumbnail, I actually have Mason Lunsford in there. Uh, I want to say it's not because I predict him. Well, I might. I don't know, actually. But I'm not uh, saying he is going to be the star. That's not the reason he was on the thumbnail. The reason he was on the thumbnail is because when you go to um, Garrett Dellinger's uh, Instagram, there isn't uh, a picture of him like all the others that we we were putting on the thumbnail. So that's literally the only reason that Mason Lonsford was in there over uh, Garrett Dillinger on the thumbnail. So don't get an idea that, oh, well, Tigers Avenue had Mason Lonsford over Garrett Dillinger on the thumbnail, so he must be the starter. That's not the case. I'm not sure exactly. I, I think Mason Lonsford, though, I think it is a position at right guard that um, if there was a starter, you know, a starting spot that is in question on the offensive line, it'd be at right guard between Mason Lonsford and Garrett Dillinger. Um, I think either or is going to be great there. I think, you know, whoever wins out the job, you're going to have a phenomenal backup there as well. I think Mason Lunsford is, would be a phenomenal backup for Garrett Dellinger or vice versa, right? So we pretty much know what the starting group is going to be. But then you get into the question of, okay, we know who the starters are. We know the chemistry there. This is going to be year two under – Brad Davis with this unit. It's going to be a year two uh, of this unit, period. So now we have to figure out, um, is this group uh, deep enough that if somebody goes down, if you need to, when you need to rotate pieces in, are they deep enough and can they compete well enough with their two deep, with their three deep? So that's then what comes into question. 
So you've got guys like Tyree Adams. Bo Bordelon has been mentioned a lot uh, during this fall camp, that he's had a phenomenal fall camp. Obviously, Zalance Hurd, uh, the five-star incoming freshman. you got Marlon Martinez, who's worked out a lot at center. Um, you got Paul Mambinga. I mean, there's there's definitely uh, names. Now, I would say you're really strong on the two-deep. Uh, when you start to get into three-deep, not as effective there. There's some there's some work that needs to be done there on the three-deep. But I, I'd say you have a strong two-deep uh, for sure. So, but the question is, Reagan, and, and uh, I've heard this discussed quite a bit, you know, when you, do you have like a six guy that ends up stepping up and kind of is that plugging guy, like, you know, just wherever you need somebody, or is it going to be a, you know, this is who the backup is at right guard. This is who the backup is at right tackle. This is who the backup is at center. This is the backup at, and so, and so on and so forth. Um, that is yet to be seen. Um so we're going to have to kind of wait and see uh, and how that plays out. It would be my prediction that, you know, there would be some shuffling, right? Let's say um, that Will Campbell goes down. You know, I would think that somebody like Zalance Hurd or Emory Jones would then shuffle over there to left tackle instead of like, you know – let's just say Tyree Adams is your backup, right? Then I would say there'd be, you know, if, if Will Campbell went down, I would say probably more than likely instead of Tyree Adams coming in and being the next guy, you probably shuffle somebody like Emory Jones to left tackle. And then Zalance Hurd becomes your right tackle, right? Or vice versa. Zalance Hurd no. becomes your left tackle and, and Emory Jones is your right. tackle. <laughs> so no. um, I have full confidence in this, in this group um, to get the job done and to be effective in the past, in the past protection to be effective in rush, you know, in, and run blocking. Uh, I was about to say rush protection protection to be effective in run blocking uh, to be effective in pass protection. I expect this group to do that. But the question is, if you have some guys go down, if you have one or two guys go down when you need to, when you got guys that are exhausted and tired and you have to rotate in uh, key pieces, what does it look like then? Obviously, there's going to be a step down from the starter to the backup, but are they are they able to hold it down? Are they able to keep the momentum going um, in a game whenever that happens? So, Reagan, I, as, as I've said, and I've listed uh, kind of the guys that we expect to be starters, yeah. Reagan, and, and I'll get right. your opinion here because you may have an opinion different than me. I feel like every position is pretty much locked down on the offensive line, except maybe right guard. Uh, left sure. tackle, I think, is your Will, is Will Campbell. Left guard, I think, is locked down by Miles Fraser. Center is locked down by, obviously, Charles Jer Jones. Right tackle is going to be Emory, Emory Jones. And I think right guard has kind of been maybe a battle between Mason Lunsford and uh, Garrett Dellinger. If I was to go to another position on the offensive line that maybe there's a battle, maybe – maybe center between Charles Turner and Marlon Martinez. Uh, but I'm pretty confident Charles Turner is going to be the guy there. So is there any, is there any spots Reagan on this offensive line where you think maybe we see a different starter game one versus Florida state? Uh, I don't think that in game one against Florida state, I don't believe so. Uh, I, I think kind of the guys you've listed will, will be those guys. Eventually, down the line, that may switch up and change a little bit. 
But for the starting five, I think that's what we're going to see uh, on against Florida State. I, I think it'll be uh, Dellinger and Frazier at the guard. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Mason Lunsford start at either one of those, Florida State. Um, and you were talking about, like, who's going to be the guy to step up, you know, if, if someone went down. Well, Mason Lunsford, obviously, I think is that number, that, that first guy. Um, you kind of have – six starters in a five-man group. Um, and I know you mentioned Marlon Martinez in terms of center, but DJ, yeah, <laughs> I feel like Tyler, he was kind of reading the line there. Uh, DJ Chester um, honestly has taken over second-team center. Um, not that Marlon Martinez has been doing bad at center, just DJ Chester has been doing that good. Um, so really like what I see out of the freshman in DJ Chester. Um, but in terms of guys, who's going to step up, you have, uh, several guys like Mason Lunsford, Marlon Martinez, DJ Chester. And of course, Lance Hurd could like RP saying here, he could eventually find himself in the starting five before the season's over because he's just that talented, uh, that freak of an athlete of an athlete. So you are comfortable. I think you're comfortable in saying there's nine guys who legitimately like, including your starters, nine guys who could play and it wouldn't be like a disaster. Um, obviously you wouldn't want a complete, you know, meltdown between, uh, of injuries, but we have to realize that, um, we have to realize that injuries are going to happen on the offensive line. And so the reality is we have to um, be ready for that and train guys up for that. So in terms of who would be the next center, I think it would be DJ Chester. Um, Brian Kelly, I think, really explained this well in his last press conference. He has press conference on on uh, Wednesday. He was supposed to have it uh, – actually tomorrow after the scrimmage, uh, but it got switched and he went Wednesday. Um, I think tomorrow we're having John Janik uh, is having the press conference after the scrimmage, which I'd rather have Brian Kelly after the scrimmage, but John Janik is doing the uh, is doing the post-game interview after the scrimmage tomorrow. and But on Wednesday, you got a little clip from Brian Kelly about how he would like he wants to handle his offensive line and where he wants the offensive line at in terms of numbers and like who to plug in and whatnot. He said uh, that you obviously you would have your starting five and then you really want to shoot for like seven to eight guys, you know, if you need them. And the way he described it was having a utility player. In other words, a guy who could play the center or play a guard position. He can play multiple positions on the offensive line. Yeah. He then said you want a guy who could play either tackle. You want a right a guy who could like if one went down, he could go plug in at right or left tackle. Um and then obviously you would have one more uh you know in that group just wherever you so need him. And I, I really liked that that look at it because it feels like that's the most 
common sense way to think of it. You don't want, you know, 10 guys because then then at that point you're thinking, okay, do we even really have nailed down who we want and where? Um, I mean, obviously, if you had a, a solid 10 guys who this is clearly your best five and this is clearly your second five, like, okay, then we'll yeah. roll with that. But in reality, you know, in reality, you're going to have about seven, eight guys, one utility guy who could play your center, who could play your guard, like Marlon Martinez, and he, he compared that to Marlon Martinez, yeah. you know, a guy who could play a tackle, and he kind of named Hurd, um, and then another guy who could kind of go plug in, and I think he he mentioned Lunsford and also mentioned uh, Chester, DJ Chester uh, playing phenomenal as of late. Um, but, man, overall, in terms of the offensive line, Zach, Overall, this is the most improved group since Brian Kelly has come to campus by far. It is the best thing that they have done overall on this team is the offensive line because it felt like for so long our offensive line wasn't that great. And and here's a little bit of a hot take. I'm going to give you a little bit of a hot take, Zach. Okay. 2019's offensive line – was good, it wasn't that great. They had guys who made it really easy for them. A yeah. guy named Joe Burrow, guys named Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson who can get the ball out of their hands really stinking fast. How many times do we see Claude Edwards-Alaire break a tackle in the backfield? Like that right. met him in, that met him after the handoff and he had to break it. Correct. They won the Joe Moore Award, but they honestly probably won it because of Joe Burrow <laughs> and guys like Clyde and Jamar and Justin who got open very quickly and made it easy for Joe to get rid of the ball. Um, they were Look, they weren't bad. I'm not saying they were bad, but they weren't that great. They weren't elite. They really weren't. So we have been struggling, and of course we know from the era of Les Miles, it, it, it was atrocious at some times. I, I mean – I think we already talked about this once, but like the 2015 team is the perfect example. That is a team that should have excelled, you know, in all facets. And you go up to uh, Alabama, you play, go play Alabama, and you get absolutely destroyed because your offensive line was like non existent. And Alabama's defensive line ate them alive. Therefore, Leonard Fournette was a zero factor in that game. And ever since that game, Leonard Fournette was never the same at LSU. It was never the same at LSU once Leonard Fournette got done with that game. Um, so I I am very pleased with what Brian Kelly and Brad Davis have done with the offensive line. They have recruited phenomenally. They have brought in some excellent guys, and the depth is, is something that we really like. Um, now, last year, the depth was shaky. Like if you yeah. lost a guy, it was it was going to be a little shaky. This year, not so much. You you've got like, I really think you got eight guys that are really solid. Even maybe nine that that. Well, I would say I would I say mean, nine. I really like Zalance Hurt. I really like you, DJ Chester. I really like Bo Borderline. I I really like Lunsford. I really like Marlon Martinez. I mean, that's that's another five. I, I, and that's that's kind of a fall camp thing that people. Have pointed out is the growth of Bo Bordelon. 
Um, he came to LSU little undersized, little undersized for an SEC offensive lineman. He looks the part now. He absolutely looks the part. Um, has been having a great camp. Um, next year, I would look for Bo to, to start pushing for a starting position. Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, you just think about, Zach, <laughs> the potential for next year's offensive line, you know, with this talent we've been bringing in next year, you're, you're going to have Will Campbell and Emory Jones back again. Yep. You're going to have Lance Hurd Golly. back. You're going to have Bo Bordelon back. Like, yep. it's it looks really – and then DJ Chester has been playing phenomenal at center. You know, you give him a year of growth, you know, mm-hmm. while Charles Turner finishes out his career at LSU, and then maybe DJ Chester steps in that center role. I mean, I mean, the offensive line, I mean, y'all, Brian Kelly has killed it. And it's Brad set for the next two years, I mean, at least. You're set for a while. And, and with, with the class, the 2024 class, Zach. Yep. I mean – they brought more guys in. I mean, it is it is a testament to the difference in these administrations because the two seasons before Brian Kelly got here, you got two two offensive linemen two years before Brian Kelly came and three, the, the recruiting class before Brian Kelly came. Two and three, inexcusable. Inexcusable. Yeah, it's not enough guys. We've got like four from last year, four already committed for this one. You might already have, you might, we'll talk about it in a minute. You might get a fifth. You might get a fifth one in this class. They're killing yep. it in offensive line. It is, it is, it is an absolute necessity to have a good offensive line in the SEC. And just like Brian Kelly did at Notre Dame, he's killing it on the offensive line. And I love it. I absolutely love it. It's going to make LSU really good in the long run because of what he does at the line of scrimmage. I mean, if you think about if you think about the areas where LSU has struggled, you know, to have, you know, really talented players, you know, talking about like draft pick wise. Yeah. You know, they've had no issues with that in the secondary. You know, I'm talking about pre Brian Kelly. No issues with that in the secondary. No issues with that at wide receiver. They've had really good guys at linebacker before Brian Kelly defensive line always had great guys um, at defense out of defensive line. Like defense has never really been an issue. Right. Um, And then you think about like, what were some issues back, back in the day? Well, you had issues at, at quarterback and you had issues at offensive line. Well, Joe Burrow came to LSU and he, he himself fixed the issues at quarterback. Yeah, he did. uh, Because now LSU recruits itself at quarterback. Yeah. Um, Tied in, not really, you know, that great. I mean, you didn't recruit guys at an elite yeah. level. I mean, you had good guys. You had, you had guys that were serviceable. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you didn't have guys that were out here and you're like, holy crap, like this guy it, could be. It's a, almost like the two places you round. really struggled. Brian Kelly was really excellent. Exactly. The, the two, <laughs> I didn't the know two places that you really struggled um, to recruit at a really high level, uh, you, they were all, well, Three really, at least in our lifetime, there was three places you, you struggled to recruit, right? Yeah. And they were all in the offense, tight end, offensive line, quarterback. Joe Burrow fixed the quarterback issue. So now you needed somebody to come in and fix the offensive line issue and the tight end issue. Well, guess who is that? Who's that? That's their specialty, Brian yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Brian Kelly's specialty is recruiting and, and developing and putting guys in the draft that are elite at 
offensive line and tight end. Those are the two areas. And you went and got a coach um, that is elite at developing those guys. So, yeah, Reagan, I mean, we're just kind of seeing what what we expect out of Brian Kelly, what he's good at. Hey, by the way, just to group it in real quick, since we're talking about tight ends, obviously they play a a role in in the offensive line sometimes, blocking-wise. I'm looking forward to talking about tight ends next show. Uh, but in terms of like your two blessed, blessed, best blockers, you're you're probably looking at Mason Taylor and Matt Markway. So, um, we'll talk about that more in depth when we when we cover the tight end group. Um, but Matt Markway, Mason Taylor are probably your two best blocking uh, tight ends, uh, yeah. and I. I mean, that unit as a whole, once you throw a six guy on there, it's going to be really solid. It's going to be really solid. All right, Zach, we'll, we'll get you out of here, man. Uh, let's hit a quick break. Uh, I'll be riding solo after this break. We'll cover quickly uh, the recruiting and fall camp. I can, st- I'm can. i starting to hear uh, Zeke lose control of Luca over there. Um, <laughs> so real quickly, we'll hit a, we'll hit a break. And we'll cover recruiting in fall camp when we get back right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have TA Merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to tigersavenue.com and clicking on the merchandise tab. We have everything from t-shirts, hoodies, shorts, joggers, hats, and beanies. We've even got shoes, converse, and slides. Head over to our accessories tab where you can find blankets, bumper stickers and license plates, magnets and stickers, mugs, bottles, and tumblers, phone cases, You can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad, a puzzle, a notebook, and more, all at TigersAvenue.com. Head on over to TigersAvenue.com today, click the merchandise tab, and get yours now. back at it here guys um we're gonna have to do a quick uh uh cover of these two things i'll probably group them together here um and we'll wrap it up a little early um zeke is in there trying to play with luca and keep him entertained 
so I apologize for the little bit shorter show, guys. But we'll talk about it here real quick. Um, Recruiting-wise, uh, Wardell Mack, uh, LSU recruit – or, excuse me, Louisiana recruit, um, a DB – He's the second-ranked uh, recruit in the state of Louisiana, I believe, if, if I'm remembering that correctly. He commits to Florida. Uh, um, <laughs> Corey Raymond kind of finally got one on you, right? But at the same time, guys, at the same time, we don't need to freak out about that also because we have several guys committed uh, already, So, including one from Florida in Kai Bates, who – if you want my honest opinion, it's probably a little bit better than Wardell Mack. Um, so i I don't know if it's um, I don't know if it's much of a big loss. If you lost anybody from the state of Louisiana in terms of the top ten guys, he's one of those ones where you kind of thought maybe he could go elsewhere. Um, and also because of what you've already brought in. Um, it's not too much of a loss. Uh, let's talk about Don McKinley, number one uh, a recruit in the state of Louisiana, a defense alignment. As of right now, there's predictions coming in for Texas, and he is set to set uh, commit on August first, or excuse me, September first. Um, and he looks like a Texas lean right now, which really stinks. Um, look, you just can't get everybody. You can't get everybody. Obviously. In the new NIL world, look, Texas and, like, Texas A&M, it's going to be the best of the best. It's going to be the top of the line. And you want to get a guy in Dom McKinley, and I think you're going to do everything you absolutely can to get Dom McKinley. But Texas kind of has already – I don't know. I, I, it feels like we kind of went all in with Colin Simmons and maybe – Lacked a little bit on Don McKinley, but I think LSU as of right now is going to do everything they possibly can to land Don McKinley. So it's not over with, but don't be surprised September 1st if he chooses the Longhorns. Uh, in other news, there are some commitments coming up soon. Uh, these are kind of the more positive things. Blake Ivey, an offensive lineman, that's the one I was alluding to. He could be your fifth Offensive line commit in this class. Another offensive lineman out of the state of Texas. Um, he is um, – no way uh, – uh, sorry, I was trying to read Robert's comment right here. Dom did an interview with Tiger Bait, and he leaving Louisiana. Ain't no way he going to LSU the way he acted during the interview. I, I guess I'll have to go check that interview out. I think I did see that, but I haven't watched it. Well – but there you go. I mean, honestly, it's it's felt like LSU has been behind with Don McKinley for a long while now, in all honesty. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, but Blake Ivey is another guy you could possibly land. It sounds like it is down between A&M and LSU. Um, it's A&M and LSU, and it could go either way. I think it's kind of a lean LSU and also – He's got some friends at Texas A&M, but we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But as of right now, I wouldn't be surprised if Blake Ivey is a Tiger. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he was an Aggie 
It's one or the other with 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 Blake Ivy. Another is the five star athlete and Terry. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Bussy, Boosie, however you pronounce it. Um, but he is committing in September. I think September twenty eighth. And LSU is in his top list. And this is another guy where LSU is probably a little bit behind on, and they got some work to do come September 28th, but they're still in the mix there. So we'll see how that works out. All right, guys, fall camp real quick. Um, I can hear Lucas starting to lose it a little bit. So I got to wrap things up, y'all. I apologize. Fall camp uh, continues to look really good with Jaden Daniels, y'all. I really. Love what we're hearing out of Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors. It looks like Jaden Daniels and Malik Neighbors are really going to have a special connection this year. It's going to be really, really awesome to watch what they can do this season. Uh, we mentioned that Chris Hilton Jr. had kind of made a push for the starting position over BTJ. It looks like BTJ's kind of pushed back a little bit. Um, so that's that's really good, though. We're going to see some good ongoing competition there. Um We've been talking about the returner as well because obviously that was a big deal last year. Couldn't find a returner. Brian Kelly seems like he's the most comfortable he's ever been in a guy in Aaron Anderson. Um, so that looks really promising with Aaron Anderson. Um, so those are some of the things I've been hearing as of late. Guys, in terms of tight end, it looks like we could have three true tight ends. Mason Taylor, uh, Matt Markway and Camorian Pimpton. Obviously, you've been hearing a lot about Camorian Pimpton, but do not sleep on Matt Markway. He is as complete of a tight end as you could possibly see, guys. Like, genuinely, he looks the part. And I think we could have three tight ends really contribute this year. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, running backs, they continue to rotate them. They continue to rotate them. Um, so uh, there's no telling there. It's going to be by committee. Um, another thing. The DB room seems to start – it's starting to shape out, y'all. It really is. Deuce and Zai have kind of separated themselves a little bit, I would say. Andre Sam's going to play some safety for sure. Uh, by the way, Denver Harris, Brian Kelly, you know, everybody's thinking he was gone from the team, whatever. Obviously, I need to comment on that. He said he could be back as soon as this weekend if he took care of some of the things he needed to take care of. You know, guys, he's been running with the threes. High expectations come with the star ratings. If we had this star rating, we wouldn't be talking about it. But because of the star rating and who his name is and who he is as a recruit is why we're talking about it. We'll see how it plays out, y'all. But, I mean, it is what it is right now. He was running with the threes. He's not with the team. He, You know, right now it looks like it's Deuce and Zai Alexander is going to be your DB. So, guys, that's what I've been hearing lately out of fall camp. Uh, I'm going to hit one more quick break real quick, and then we're going to come back and wrap things up right after uh, this quick break. And um, appreciate you guys joining in, but we'll be right back after this to wrap it up. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys. You're right here to wrap things up. Appreciate you guys uh, joining in and giving your input. Uh, I know it's been a little bit of a shorter show. 
It is what it is. Uh, the baby is starting to lose it, but I've got to wrap things up because of that. I appreciate y'all's patience. Um, it's been a great show. Lots of things to discuss uh, coming soon. Um, obviously, the O-line will be looking at the tight end uh, group next. So y'all be looking for that update here soon. And we will let y'all know when the next show is. Appreciate y'all joining in. See you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five. So here, take us out. Peace. Who that, 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 who that,